0: everyone. My name is John Bay. I'm the CEO of Standard Uranium. We are a junior exploration company focused in the Athabasca Basin of Saskatchewan, Canada. Hi, Matt. How are you doing?
1: I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Uh, I'm kind of almost I'm thankful that I'm not there at PDAC. It sounds busy. Um, <laughs> lots of meetings happening. And uh, obviously, you're in the middle of a raise as well. So uh, you timed that uh, quite nicely in that sense, but not so much in terms of the, 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 the market. Kind of a little bit crazy out there. So, uh, what's the mood on the floor? And what are
0: you? What are people asking you about? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, let's talk about PDAC first. Here we are in Toronto in June, not March, so it's plus twenty instead of minus thirty. So that's different. So the mood of people just being here has been great. The mood, the mood on the floor is the stock market sucks right now. That everyone, all sectors are getting beat up pretty hard. But people see the commodities as one of the bright spots. They think the small commodities are going to be coming out, coming out of this and looking strong. And on top of that, uranium being one of the top sectors there. So. Everyone that I talk to sees, you know, standard uranium on my badge, and they're asking, "Oh, you're uranium, awesome! You guys are get a good future ahead of you." So that's exciting. We're seeing a lot of that. Okay, I,
1: yeah, but with that one and being accused of drinking the Kool Aid, which some of us possibly can occasionally, you're all you're all there together looking at the market and going. It'll be fine, but what's it going to take to kind of move the market? Do you think, and what do you think the timing is?
0: Yeah, good question. Timing-wise, I think we're probably going to be going through some pretty rough patches over the summer here, and then hopefully coming into the fall, things are going to settle down as the U.S. get the midterm elections, and we sort of see the market sort of coming back to life. And what we're seeing is the liquidity and volumes of trading is dried right up, so investors are sort of putting their pause, holding back, and waiting and seeing where things are headed. Um, you know there's lots of things happening globally that are impacting this of course inflation being a big part but with inflation we think commodities are, are positioning themselves for a really another nice uh, nice bull run as we head into the fall right
1: okay so for those with cash or able to yeah. access cash which is relatively cheap um, mm-hmm. They're fine. We've seen a bit of uh, M activity. We've seen UBC uh, yeah. UEX uh, th- this week. I've yet to hear um, the, the plans. Um, I look forward to to that. There's a nice big move, but lots of new entrants as well. Kind of, mm-hmm. you know, s- s- slipping onto the table. You know, trying to get heard. Um, you know, creating white noise, as it were. So the question for you before we kind of get into your project is, again, in this economic environment. With share prices doing what they're doing, with kind of cash sort of drawing up, and you're you're in the process of raising some cash right now. Mm-hmm. How do you get people's attention? I'm talking about the institutions. I'm talking about retail. I'm talking about everyone. Why why are they looking at you versus all of these other stories which are
0: out there? Yeah, so that's a great question. So one of the things we pride ourselves on doing is the marketing we've been doing. We started this company, you know, four and a half years ago, and we've done a, a very, very you know, made a really strong effort of really pushing. And getting our story out to as many people as we can. So now when people hear Standard Uranium, they're not hearing it for the first time. They've been watching what we've been doing. We've been telling people what we were going to be doing. That was building a strong technical team. We've built one of the strong, strongest technical teams in the Athabasca Basin, uranium specific geologists. We've acquired five projects, our flagship Davidson River, which we're drilling right now. And we're beginning to show people, you know, what we're doing with each one of those projects and why they're exciting. These aren't just, uh, you know, moose pastures sitting beside other projects. These have got Great technical merits, with the possibility of a high-grade basement hosted discovery. And that's what we're looking for to build, find that next arrow, next-gen arrow right beside them on our Davidson River project. So all the fundamentals are there for our company, and we're just proving out what we're doing with our drill programs.
1: Right. Okay. So you've announced the three and a half million um, raise at, at 11 cents. Um yeah. Any warrants with that?
0: Yeah, there is actually a half warrant for two years at seventeen cents. Right. Okay. And there's also thirteen cent unit, which is flow through. So if you are a Canadian investor, there's a flow through opportunity. And we're gonna be taking about seventy five percent of this raise as flow through money because it's all going into the ground. We're drilling, drilling, drilling our our flagship project right now and we just need drill money. So that's what we're doing.
1: Okay. So so let's let's talk about that. So um you know, last last set of drills I was maybe perhaps didn't give the market <laughs> what they wanted to see. I'm not sure it gave yeah. you what you, you wanted to see either. But you know, uh, all drilling tells you something. So, how are you approaching this new? Um, well, what will you be what will you be doing with the current drilling um, in terms of raising capital? What will that kind of bring to the party?
0: Okay, great. So the raise we're doing right now, you said 3.5 million to 4 million dollars. That's going to allow us to drill about 5,000 meters this summer on our Davidson River project. And what we're doing now is we're testing uh, our Thunderbird trend, which has not had a single drill hole in it yet. So that's the most Southwestern corner. So we've got our first, we started this drill program in mid-May. We've got two drill holes in that. We're probably going to be doing, uh, you know, five or six at least on Thunderbird and then onto our South Bronco trend where we had the greatest drill results in our last program. When I say great, there wasn't a high-grade discovery, but what it did show us was, Great structure, great alteration, broken up rocks, great areas where uranium could be. So we're trying to uh, pinpoint on that, vector and find those same spots with uranium. That's the goal.
1: Right. Okay. And so, give me this. You've got some
0: assays coming back soon. Is that right? We have assays coming back from our winter drill program at Sundog, which is a different program.
1: Right. Okay. Okay. But again, again, in terms of messages to the market and and you know, saying hey, we're a good team, we know what we're doing, the drilling's working out. Those those assays from Sundog are going to you know, add what to the story because obviously you want to focus people on Jefferson River, that's where the money's going to uh, be piling in. What's Sundar going to add to this story?
0: Well, I think we, we, we announced in the market after the drill program ended in, in March that look, we had all the drilling done. When a drill comes out of the ground, we sent all the it, we take pictures of it, we record it, then we sent it out to the assay lab. So we put it in a news release, you know, in early April, telling people that look, we finished our drill program, here's some core photos, here's what we found. There wasn't a high-grade discovery, but the assays are going to go off the lab, and they'll give us more information internally that we can put into our leapfrog model and help vector in our next program. what There were a few really exciting things. Number one, we proved that we can go up to Uranium City and actually run a drill program in the middle of March on ice roads where no one's been up there doing these things for 15 years where we were. So we had to prove all the logistics up and we've got that nailed. We've had a new drill company called Base. Uh, they proved themselves brilliant. We're really happy with that. Uh, they put in four drill holes over a you know, four-week period and the drills that came out, the drill core was actually full of dravite. Now, for those people who are not technical in uh, in geology or in the Athabasca Uranium geology, dravite is a great indicator that you're very close to something very high-grade, so that's exciting.
1: But why not stay there then? Why, why, why go back down to Jefferson
0: River? Because the ice drill melts and you have to get off. You've got a very short window to be in there. Right.
1: So th- th- this is a kind of this is a kind of se- seasonal drilling program for you. So is it very different down Davidson
0: River? Yeah, it is actually. You know, to get to the Athabasca, like up near Uranium City, it's really it's not that easy to get to. So you have got two options: you can fly everything in, or you can take the ice roads in the winter, and that is much cheaper. So the ice roads are built by the government of Saskatchewan, and they give us about a five or six week window. Where we can get everything in, and get everything out, so saving capital on you know logistics. We want to put money into the ground for drilling, so we try to do our programs in the winter up there. And then once we make a good discovery up there, then we'll be able to go back in all year round and be able to drill up
1: there. Right. Okay. So you're, you're you're alternating depending depending on the literally seasonality of it all. So so Sundog and with with this, the Drabite is it says to you, mm-hmm. Okay, there may be something there. We'll come back to that. It's not a case of hey, maybe we need to flip this out and make it someone else's problem. Right.
0: Oh, exactly. And not only that, are we excited, but if we have other people around the world that are excited about it as well and approaching us. Um, if there's something we'd be doing in a JV model with them, so there's money coming okay. at us to potentially spend that out. We're, we're considering it. I mean, we're always looking at different ideas. Um, we have some of our major shareholders who are telling us, "Please spend all your money on Davidson River." That's what we're excited about. So, look, if somebody else wants to come along and put money into Sundog, that's something we'll look at for sure.
1: Okay. Well, because because it's it's. Look. You've got a track, good track record. The team, the team, and the board, the people that you assemble, you know, all, all good people. All Mike, Mike Young, someone we know, is a really nice guy. Actually, me, um, ten million bucks market cap with the, you know, capital yeah. constraint. You've got to be really spot on with your strategy, right? So, SunDog possible JV farm out some, some kind of structure like that you'd you'd be happy with so you can focus down at Davidson River. So so that's so we'll listen out and you you'll let us know when that happens, right? Uh, and I guess yeah. same too with the Eastern Basin projects. But um so you've got to be quietly confident about Davidson River, the Davidson River project and what you're going to be able to do there. So what is it that I need to know that you know that you know um, that leads me to believe that this will be a good use or allocation of capital.
0: Great. Well, Davidson River, we tell people all the time, it is still our flagship project. We love this project. We are sitting on the Patterson Lake Conductor, where we know Triple R has, has been, sorry, Christian has their Triple R and NextGen have their Herald project. We spent two years doing all the geology and geophysics, proving that Patterson Lake Conductor runs right through and into our Davidson River project. And we have four main conductors. We weren't sure which one of those four conductors was the continuation, so we've been drilling them all. And the one we haven't got to yet is our Thunderbird. And we're putting drill holes in that right now as we speak. So we started drilling in the middle of May. We're gonna be drilling all through the summer, testing out Thunderbird, plus putting a few into the southern portion of the Bronco Corridor where we had some really exciting, uh, you know, holes last year that weren't, you know, discovery holes, but they had a lot of great information on there that gets our geologists really excited. That they think there's a lot of smoke where that fire could
1: be. Okay, so you're you're um, referencing triple um, R and arrow off, off to the east of yeah. you. So some the, these these conductors. I mean, how much work have you done on that, or how much work have you data have you got that allows you to believe that these conductors do kind of veer off to the to the West and, and run through your property? What, what, tell me well, about that's
0: you. a great question. So people who might not know our story may not know who we have on our team. So I can tell you our VP of exploration is Sean Hilliker. Now His name may not be known to anyone, but he was actually the geologist who was one of the geologists who was working at NextGen. He came right out of university, spent 5-years working at NextGen on the aero deposit from discovery right to feasibility, and he actually did his Master's degree and actually wrote the paper on the aero deposit. So if you're asking for somebody who knows what the aero deposit looks like and what the core looks like, he's your guy. So he joined Standard Uranium two years ago, came on as our VP of exploration, and now he leads our drill programs at Davidson. So when we are now, you know, you take the geophysics and you find the conductors and you start drilling into it. You don't know if it's the same conductor or the same rock type until you see that core. We know, we've seen the core, it comes out, and Sean can say this looks identical to the core we had at Nextgen where our aero deposit. What we don't have yet is that high grade discovery. But that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to find Arrow 2.0 on the Davidson River project, and that's what ex- investors should be excited about. Because if we find that, man, oh man, that's exciting.
1: But, but what sort of grade is the the Arrow deposit? In terms, term, term, well, is, is it higher than yours? Is it deeper than yours? I mean, in similar, in
0: what way? Well, first of all, we don't have any grades yet because we haven't made that discovery. But what they have over there, you know, it's a, a mine that's going to last for many, many years. I think it's going to be around three and a half to four percent across the grade but they have drill holes over there where they're pulling a core where it's 75%, 80% Uranium. That's best in the world. So that project is super exciting and investors that know that project know that's going to be the next Uranium mine built and they're going to build a mill there as well. So just 30 kilometers down the road, we're going to have a brand new mine, a brand new mill, a brand new airport, roads, infrastructure. It's all going to be beautifully set
1: up. Right. Okay. So in terms of the work that you and your team are doing, it's like proving up the theory that these conductors, Carry on down through your property. That that that's the one and only thing that we need to understand about
0: what your strategy is. Yeah, we yeah we know that we're on the same conductors. Now we just need to find the uranium, the high grade uranium. Right. So it takes time. The drill holes, as you know, are like a couple of inches wide, and we are get twelve kilometers long on these strikes of these of these conductors. So we are stepping out, you know, five hundred meters, a thousand meters at a time, testing, and you get a lot of information. But it's, you can also miss it. You know, some of these deposits are a few hundred meters wide, and if you're off by a few, you miss it. Right. So it takes a little time.
1: Right. So coming back to my earlier point about you've got to spend your money wisely at, at these levels. Yes. Raising three and a half, four million bucks now. Yeah. Um, I know dr- clearly drilling, but in terms of improving your chances of success and, and, and hitting what you need to hit, what, what do you do? Are, are there some tricks to the trades? I mean, you you've got the, one of the next next gen guys there. When, how did they do it? Yeah.
0: Well, first of all, they you know they were lucky enough. They were they, they were following along where, where where I'm sorry, Vision had the Triple R project. And they went right along strike when that same conductor and started drilling out. And they did all their geophysics to sort of uh, make their discovery. Next Gen's project, it's, it's 100% made on geophysics. There are no there's no uranium at surface. So it was all done that way. They did the geophysics, found the same conductor, then they drilled until they made their discovery. And that's what we're doing. Ours is the same type of thing. We're looking for that basement hosted. We go from the surface to about between 50 to 150 meters, 200 meters till you get to that basement rock. And you think about arrow, I mean, it goes from just below that, to about almost a kilometer down in depth. So there's a big, there can be a big deposit.
1: There. Big deposits and expensive drilling. I mean that that that's the thing in terms of. Just, well, it's
0: not that expensive drilling compared to the eastern side where you're going under. You know, you go down a kilometer under sandstone. We don't have that. We're not under a lake. We're not under sandstone. So if a deposit is there, the mineability is going to be much better.
1: Okay. Okay. So, so what does what say you get four million bucks in? I mean, um, number of holes. You told us how deep. So number of holes give me the timing what's the rest of this year look like because like it's it's a, it's a very very tricky times i'm, a, I'm kind yeah. of interested in the you get the money it's the allocation of capital how quickly you deploy that what information you hope to get back because a lot of the data that's coming back into the market it's just being re- received with shrugged shoulders going okay mm-hmm. cool and so well, what what do you, what you do in that
0: environment of, right yeah well, one of the things exciting about this type of project if we get a discovery goal the market is not going to be quiet it's going to go ballistic. You see what happened to Iso Energy when they get into a high-grade discovery, and they were 20x within within a year. And same with uh, when NextGen made their discovery, and same with Triple R with Vision. Those those type of high-grade uranium discoveries they move the market substantially, and that's what we're trying to do for our investors as
1: well. But timing's important there, John. That's the difference, right? You know, hitting hitting the market in 2020 or beginning or first half of 2021. I agree with you. it, it's kind of different times now, and you know, a little bit nervous. It's, it's risk off, it's cash in hand, and just waiting for something to happen. And you know, a few people have had their, ha- their fingers burnt along the way. Um, mm-hmm. So keep like coming back to it, it's how, how small companies strategically plan the allocation of capital and what it is that they announce to the market and the timing of how they announce that to the market. is important, especially with companies with strong fundamentals like yourselves. Okay, like mm-hmm. yourselves versus all this other white noise promotional stuff, which gets people excited, but, but off the back of nothing. That's
0: mm-hmm. what you're competing with. Definitely. We see that all around us. and we, uh, you know, It's funny, we talk to our analysts, we talk to our, our brokers and bankers, and we have these same conversations. But we all know one thing, a high-grade basement hospital discovery is going to be game-changer. It's going to move the markets dramatically. So if the uh, next-gen mid discovery in a complete bear market, and uh, they had a, a huge success. And, you know, ISO came on right a couple two and a half years ago or so with their discovery at Hurricane. That moved the market substantially over a very short period. We believe, you know, this bear market we're kind of in right now, this recession area, uh, we're going to come out of that and the uranium market is going to be crushing. It is going to be very strong as we go into the next few years. And we're going to hit these, we're going to hit these uh, discoveries, forward looking statement, of course, and we're going to, it's going to be remarkable for our shareholders. So we are very strong believers of where this uranium market is going and where a company with a high grade basement host discovery could go. It's, it's, it's beautiful and we're super excited and our shareholders are excited about it. We just got to keep drilling, raising money and drill until we get that discovery.